0: You're listening to the Terror of the Woods Podcast, where every question is a great question. I am your host, Star Strazabasco. Get your critical thinking caps on, because we are seeking truth in a world where we are drowning in information, but starved for knowledge. Look at me, and I won't My stop. law of the land so document
1: that I made. I can see that. You My put all the law in all place all there for, yes.
0: Federal government, but I left yep. room so that people can write in their own laws. And then on the back, it has all of the language that's really specific for employees with regards to the Civil Rights Act and Americans with Disability Act. I also wrote a blog, two blogs actually, this week. I was on fire and I've had some time. So <laughs> I broke it down basically in how it's all going to work. This one's more specific for federal workers with any type of federal or state or government municipality, whatever it is, whenever there's a decision that's made, there's always an appeal process, or an adjudication process. That's just the way it works for everything. So if you go down to the city, you apply for a license, and they say no, a permit to build, you have the right to appeal it. And it goes through their adjudication process. The decision could be turned over by the director of whatever division it is. But then you go to the municipal Supreme Court and so on and so forth. The same thing is applied federal employees. And so the way that I broke it down is basically, what if you were a corporation that was unable to retain any of its employees who perform the transactions that are required to collect its revenue. So you can't pay your debt, your obligations, and therefore it's considered to be insolvent and will ultimately end in dissolution, right? Now, what if that said corporation was required to terminate its employees who do not comply with their new policies, but before they can terminate, the corporation is legally obligated to adjudicate the termination in the spirit of due process and provide paid leave during the process. So that's what the federal law says as far as adjudication goes from what I found. So this could easily be said for the United States federal government after the COVID vaccine mandates, depending on how many people will actually say, no, I'm not gonna do that. If federal employees know that they can sit at home and collect a check while they're getting adjudicated, why wouldn't you, right? Even if I was vaccinated and I didn't want to tell them, I'd still sit on my butt at home and collect a paycheck when I know that my government is just out of control. So Biden signed an uh, executive order back in July of this year. And the steps that he took last week, they furthered that executive order to require the, the vaccination of all the employees, but also the federal contractors. So That's basically every single corporation, even working at the state, because Department of Health, Department of Economic Security, all the departments, they're all contractors for the federal government. So this is a way for them to get into everything. Plus, they're making all of the companies that have 100 people or more, how many are left after that to uh, be vaccinated? However, specifically for federal government employees, the Safer Federal Work force task force that was established by biden's january executive order and basically what they're doing is providing guidance as these executive orders and mandates come out so the one that they just did back in august recommended that employees who refuse to get the shots be placed on administrative leave so they even like further supported that whole process saying don't fire them put them on leave And then we'll just use the adjudication process to figure out what we're going to do with these employees. So now, fast forward to this month, he's telling everybody they got to get vaccinated. How many people are going to be standing in line for that adjudication? This is going to be a backlog nightmare. Speaking of which, not just for the fact that all of these directors of divisions and supervisors are going to have to actually, they're going to have to assess each individual complaint against their termination, but it also has to go through the Merit Systems Protection Board. And that's a quasi-judicial independent agency in the executive branch charged with protecting federal employees against improper employment-related actions. The board works to ensure, for example that federal agencies avoid taking arbitrary action against employees exhibiting favoritism or engaging in reprisals against whistleblowers. So this board gets together and discusses almost all of the terminations in the, in the adjudication process and provides a decision based on what they find. And this is the icing on the cake. They can never meet quorum. These guys can never meet quorum. So you're going to have, I mean, it's 2.5 million people, I believe, that this executive order touches just with federal contractors and federal employees. Okay, so let's just say even a couple hundred thousand federal employees decide they're not going to do this. They're never going to get through all of this adjudication. Meanwhile, they're all getting paid to sit at home. Meanwhile, there's nobody sitting at work collecting the money, the taxpayer dollars, In order to fund the government, American Rescue Plan Act, as far as I can tell, hasn't even hit the coffers of the municipalities, counties, cities, towns, states. They still haven't even gotten that money. The reason why we've been able to use that money is because we've been using indirect funds. So that's like a piggy bank that you have to appropriate out and then monies are supposed to come back in. They're waiting to be repaid for that. And I don't think they have been. So you're going to get rid of all of these federal employees that perform a transaction in order to collect our taxpayer dollars. I think that the federal government is going to go broke. That's my, that's my theory.
2: Anyway. Well, I think it have been broke for a long time. So yeah, it's
0: I think like, so too. There's nothing new. Like, there's only so much that you can print out before everybody starts getting pissed off. And I'm not talking about us. We're just pawns, right? I'm talking about the big elite players. So you have all those people, because we know that the Federal Reserve is a private corporation. All of the people at the top, they're going to start eating each other because as taxpayers, we're supposed to pay the interest on the money that we borrow, the money that's printed. If there's no money coming in, they're going to start shooting each other. Thoughts?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's going to be a problem. Um, we, so far, we've printed our way. National debt is just ridiculous. Right. But and we, we keep printing dollars, new money all they the time. Deal in
0: gold. So, yeah, eventually, the money that they're printing isn't going to mean anything to them if they cannot make the interest and keep us playing the game.
2: If no, I call, think I if don't. If you think... call the IRS,
0: I've been trying to help my girlfriend. She's been trying to get her taxes done. She's been trying to keep everything organized. Well, last year when she lost her job because of COVID, she's been trying to get all of the different you know, grants programs. She can't even get her PIN number from the IRS. I tried to even go online just to find the form to mail it in. They only let you file this one form online. And when you try to file it online, you have to have another password. In order to do it. But you can't get the password unless you have the PIN. And then you call. We've, we've called so many times. Eventually, you might get something to pick up. Yeah. And it's a message that says, sorry, but we don't have enough employees. You're going to have to and, try again later. I, mean, I swear to God, it's like that message.
1: And, and this is the outfit that wants to distribute the Regeneron product. Instead of, the, instead of Regeneron directly sending it, that outfit right there, the federal government is the one that wants to take it over and get it to all those sick people. Yeah. It's like, wow.
0: (laughs) Well, and that's what I'm saying. I've been saying this for the whole last year. I think I probably have said it a couple of times on our text messages. The last, how long have we been on that text thread for like a year and a half? Like this is all designed to wake people up as insane as it is. Do not want to explore that conspiracy. Anything from Biden's a clone all the way to they're just eating each other and the, the good guys knew that they were going to do this and they're just letting them fall into nothing. I have heard for a fact from somebody who works with U.S. diplomats that there are two militaries. There's the one that you see on the press conferences, Millie, the ones that you see put out tweets, that one, that's underneath Biden. But there's a whole other one. That's a shadow government. And there was actually an article by CNN recently. It was an op-ed. Somebody who was saying that Trump has a shadow government. Like, well, I think the, gut, the military has a shadow Trump. I think that there is a military operation going on. And as insane as it is, there it, it's, all is fair in love and war. It's going to suck. We're going to have people who are going to die. But people will not wake up unless people are actually suffering.
1: Again, this last year and a half, seeing how the only conclusion I can come to is the federal government, Fauci, and all these guys are trying to kill people. They're trying, they're trying to have COVID kill as many people. And my suspicion is as many conservatives as possible. That's why they want to take over the HSS wants to take over the control of the Regeneron product because it's saving too many conservative lives so that they can limit it. So those people can die. And the stupidity of it all So I've come to the place where I don't think you can put a theory out there that I wouldn't say, well, let's look at it. It might be plausible.
0: Exactly. Uh, So there's two things to add to that. One, there's been some TikToks and videos of people saying, I know for a fact that they are giving ivermectin to vaccinated breakthrough cases in hospitals.
1: Yeah, yeah. They're doing that. They're doing that in Florida. The Broward County hospitals, that's the protocol. That's how they treat people with COVID. Well, they have a uh, protocol. And that
0: makes sense because that's where that one that one study came out of, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah.
0: Okay. Well, I heard that they're doing it in more places than that. Probably. Oh, no, the no, no, no,
1: they're do, they're doing all, yeah, no, no. They're doing it all over the place. They're doing it in Texas. They're doing it. In, 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 in fact, when I was trying to get ivermectin for my cousin and his wife in California, and I finally spoke to a pharmacist that says, look, we're not getting ivermectin. And this is a big chain. All of it's being sent to the East coast. That's where they're using it. That's where it's being used more than out here. And and so there's lots of hospitals in the East coast, you know, like in Florida and and I think of course in Texas, obviously that's the East coast, but there's places that use it extensively and and that's, and they can't have that. That's why they're, that's why they had to, that's why the AMA came out and the, and the pharmaceutical you know, the big pharmaceutical outfit came out. They all came out against ivermectin because it's being used effectively. That's why it's been on the news. They call it a horse medication and, and all this nonsense because it's being too eff- effective. They can't have that. That's that's the only thing I can imagine.
0: That um, is that is that that's psychotic. It's psychotic. The other thing as I noticed a lot of media outlets are taking the blood clot narrative. They're taking it over. So they're saying that people that get COVID get blood clots. They do. I'm, they do. I'm people. sure they do. But the, No, no, no. The-
1: and, 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 okay, here's the deal. That's how COVID kills people is by blood clotting. Now, the blood clotting can be around the alveoli, the, the small air sacs in the lungs, so you can't breathe. That's a major way it kills you. Uh, it, you get strokes. You get heart attacks. And you'll get these even after you survive COVID. People will still have, again, vascular issues because that's what, again, spike protein does that. So the the question is, does the mRNA vaccines do that? Yes, they do that as well. They just do it to a lesser extent. Okay. So I'm seeing people in the hospital. We've gone down to maybe 40 people with COVID right now. They're mostly almost all of them. Not all of them. About 95, 98% of them are, are unvaccinated. And these people all have evidence of blood clotting. The D-dimer level goes up. That's, that shows that there's blood clotting going on. We're not seeing a lot of people in the hospital who have side effects from the vaccines. We just aren't. Now, I think because those side effects are lesser to the extent that they don't require hospitalization. Not people. It's not that people aren't getting side effects, okay? It's that they're not so bad as what COVID causes. Again, because what causes the issue is the spike protein. If you can control how much spike protein you get, that's the more spike protein you get, and you get a ton of it if you get COVID, the worse you're going to be. You get a vaccination, what are you getting? Spike protein. Are you going to have problems from it? Yes, you are. But it just depends on how much spike protein your mRNA vaccine makes. So that's the issue. The issue is trying to minimize the amount of spike protein you get. And again, that's why I recommend the vaccine in high-risk people who can't tolerate a high burden of of the spike protein. And I also advocate the use of the monoclonal antibody because you have to use it early. And what does it do? It stops viral replication. So you're not exposed to as much spike protein. These guys know that. That's why they're trying to even stop the Regeneron. It's too effective.
0: Yeah, and that's Uh, what Trump uh, used when he went into the hospital. Yes.
1: Now, Trump used a much higher dose because back then they were still doing studies and Trump got a really high dose of it, but he didn't have any ill effects. He got well very quickly. Yeah, was this like is an efficacious agent. Yeah. And, and in my and, and I just the, the way this thing has been done where, it, you know, in my county, they don't even have the resources to address even 10 percent of the people that would be helped by this drug. OK, so question is why? Why is that? How can that be? And now they want to put a limitation on it. They want the the federal government to come in and say, well, we're not going to let that county have any more because, gosh, it looks like they're 70 percent Republicans. (sighs) Well, we're going to have to send it to the blue areas because these red areas are using way. It's not fair. They're using more of the monoclonal antibody than these blue areas are. And we can't have that. We have to have equity. We have to have equity. So that's what's going to happen. So you're going to have these red areas that perhaps aren't as vaccinated as much, and uh, they're not going to be able to get the monoclonal antibody. Now, the interesting thing is a lot of black folks are not getting the vaccination. Right. So, uh, they to me, back
0: in the '70s.
1: Well, well, here's the deal. I I wish I was a lawyer because I'd be doing a serious class action suit when you're not getting the drug to these folks. But again. They're going to get it to the blue areas, but not to the red areas. That's what I'm predicting. Maybe I'm wrong, but let's just see. I almost guarantee it that all the red areas, we're not getting enough of the monoclonal antibodies since the federal government took over. And the blue areas, they're going to have plenty of it. Yeah, but you know what?
0: Blue areas have cousins and mothers and grandparents in red areas. So that's the one thing that these people don't understand because they're so evil Mm -hmm. is that people actually care about others. And they actually mm-hmm. care about their family, even though they might be on separate sides of the but, political spectrum. And they've tried their hardest, and they have succeeded in separating us. However, yes. people still talk.
1: But here's the deal, Star. Yeah. Here's the deal. The people will not be sophisticated enough to understand that this drug, the monoclonal antibody, the Regeneron product, is life-saving. I've met one person, one, on the street that knows what the Regeneron product is. One. One. Now everybody knows what the, the vaccines well, are. They it will everybody.
0: after this but podcast to- have some faith.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's <laughs> we're going to have a so huge following. And, Everyone's well, going to find and the, out. They, so today, the one this is, again, this one guy that, that knew about Regeneron, I met him at uh, church and Sunday, and he said, "Well, his wife wasn't there today because she's sick and she's having symptoms possibly of, of COVID." Oh, so getting tested. Yeah. And then I told him, I said, do you know about the Regeneron product? And he did. And I says, here's the key. If she's positive, you immediately go into an emergency department or wherever you need to go and you need to get the Regeneron product early. You need to get it right away because within eight days of symptoms, what's going to happen and, and this person's at big time risk. And this person has been vaccinated with a Pfizer product, by the way, she got her, they, both of this couple finished their Pfizer product back in like March. Okay. The Pfizer products you can see in Israel has failed miserably, right? Not the Moderna product, but the Pfizer product has. So, and this gal is at big time risk, diabetes, uh, hypertension, obesity, the whole nine yards. And I said, she needs to get this right away. Well, I come home today and I, I told my wife, you need to call this couple and see how things are going. When well, she calls, I get home. She goes, well, I said, when, when did she got the, no, she hasn't got the regenerator. I go, what? What do you mean she hasn't gotten it? Well, she's supposed to schedule to get it tomorrow. I go, well, how long does she have symptoms? Well, I don't know. So I call up. I go, when did you start having symptoms? Last Friday. I go, you're going to be on the cusp. You're going to get to the place where you're going to need oxygen and they're not going to give it to
0: you. Well, it's because you everybody to go. has so much faith in the vaccine. They don't realize that they really need that,
1: to take care yeah, of and, it. and- you call the PCP, they didn't get back, they called three days in a row. Then they, you know, it's like, my God. I said, just walk into the emergency department and get this. Don't wait till tomorrow afternoon. By then, it may not be effective by then. We're talking about eight days, practically. You have to use this drug early. For some reason, people cannot get it through their brain, doctors, that you need, you die. If you get a positive COVID test, Regeneron product within 24 hours, period, that's it. End of story. That's how it's effective. Right. You don't wait for five more days, six more days. I mean, this is just, I mean, a third-year medical student knows this, for God's sake. And it just, it just is
0: galling me. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's pretty disgusting. Well, if there's any way to get conservatives to live in a democratic state, <laughs> maybe this is how we start spreading out. There is also, I saw something about West Virginia they have the highest rate of vaccinated people right now, and they're also about to have the highest rate of COVID. Anybody really, West
1: Virginia? This West, West Virginia has so it, the
0: highest rate of that's, vaccination. That's I, I know. I was I was kind of wondering about that too.
1: That would be really surprising.
0: Well, the governor of West Virginia came out this week too, and he was laying out all the the vaccine failures in his state. We, well, we have broken here, but he's taken. He's too broken to talk. He's got to take a nap. It's all good. Doc, well, Dr. Payton uh, and I got it.
2: <laughs> no. Are you okay? I, I I think there's a lot of concern about the vaccines right now. Yeah. Uh, they're not working very well. Uh, we don't know. We're hearing all kinds of various estimates of what the VAERS really is. We're hearing reports, more and more reports of people with uh, – Heart problems, neurological problems, other things that are happening. So I don't think this. I don't think that the vaccine is very safe. And even the uh, Moderna CEO today said that. Well, you know, we're not doing very well against the uh, Delta vir- uh, variant. So I'm still a believer that um, ivermectin and, and what they're doing with ivermectin is unbelievable. I mean, it's, it's beyond. Con- it's gone. This doctor Wen got on uh, CNN or one of the one stations uh, a few days ago and was saying, "Talk about I don't know if you saw this or not." Excuse me, Dr. Payne. I don't know if you saw this or not, but uh, she said, "Well, the study they, they had a recent study that proved that ivermectin was ineffective." And as you follow it further, there's a there's a one doctor and you know, a few others uh, who sign on with him that have demanded that 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 study be retracted because of all the flaws in it. I mean, it's obviously, it's obviously just bizarre. It's not yeah. true. And, and so what we're seeing is we're seeing a deliberate attempt by the government and the m- mass media to label Ivermectin as a horse. De- they, they even say it was designed as a dewormer for horses. It wasn't designed as a de- dewormer for horses. It, it works dewormer for horses, but that's not what it was designed for.
0: No, they also I mean, have ibuprofen for horses.
2: Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Exactly. I mean, it, it's insane, and, and what they're they're lying to us on, on every front. They're lying to us, and yeah. so Robert Malone did an hour long interview with Jimmy Dore. Jimmy and Jimmy Dore is is a, a he's a liberal, you know, talk show or, or blog guy, but he let uh, Malone just go. That was the best I've seen him. He said there are certain populations where it's probably a good idea if you have older people who are clearly people who are susceptible to, to the, you know, whatever this thing is, I don't even know what it is. I'm I'm calling it a virus, but he said for everybody else, no, just flat out. No, particularly children. (laughs) And he also talked about the ivermectin issue. And he said, I I raise horses myself. We use it for our horses. I understand it. It's a very effective drug. (laughs) But that has nothing to do with its effectiveness of human beings. And, you know, of course, he pointed out the fact that the two guys that developed it got a a Nobel Prize for Medicine in 2015, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And what's, what's so disturbing. Is that we have a the AMA? It's it's almost uh, unbelievable. The head of the the AMA is saying, "Well, you know, we you know we don't have any proof that this stuff really works, and it's just you know it's kind of a pipe dream for people, and we have to be careful about this, and yada yada yada." And it's it, it's it's
0: they also don't think there's two genders, so it's really not that extreme.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I so. Mean-
0: that's what I'm saying, yeah. though, to my point. That's how ridiculous it is. I mean, if we're if people are going to wake up from this dead, dead asleep, they don't even know, you know, not even like the tip of the iceberg of this. It has to be dramatic. I mean, biblically dramatic in order for people to wake up. But here's here's the greatest thing about it. They didn't have to make the AMA say this. They didn't have to make Biden do a vaccine mandate. This is the last show for them. If they don't get to their new world order this time right now, it ain't going to happen. That's why they're throwing everything out there. They're eating each other. We just have to sit back and watch.
1: All I know is everything I'm seeing in regards to the approach to this disease uh, has been wrong, 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 and wrong. that That's all I know. It, it doesn't make sense. I don't get it. Um, and again, the whole notion of the, of the federal government wanting to run all this, again, these are the same guys that did the Afghanistan pullout, right? Those are the guys you want in control. Star, you say there's a number of people out there, hopefully waking up. Well, when you still have What what is the percentage they give of people that think that Biden is running the country well? I mean,
0: (laughs) No, well, here's the thing on that. We know that the media lies. You don't they cheat in elections. You don't think they make up numbers in the polls. The numbers are irrelevant because people are noticing that something is off. Okay. When the president of the United States decides to just blatantly disregard the constitution and then support and advocate for a general who completely disregarded the constitution you have jen pazaski i can't even say her name pazaski Saki.
2: Saki. Saki. i know but she Saki. looks like
0: a putz you know
2: Piz- it's, 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 it's sake just Saki. it's like it's like that that, that like japanese drink. Um, drink Saki. Yeah, Saki. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well i'm just All gonna right.
0: call her circle back jack um,
2: okay, call her call whatever you want. <laughs>
0: exactly, doesn't matter. You have her out on camera today saying that this president is the most constitutional president. <laughs> right after that. Oh, and get this. I also put this in my, in my article this week. By the way, I called it Inept and Grotesque Understanding of the Constitution. Get this. Last July, this last July... Biden did a proclamation on the anniversary of Americans with Disability Act. And he states in the proclamation, his administration is also committed to advancing the rights of people with disabilities in the workplace to support economic self-sufficiency. Okay. And now you don't even want to give people an exemption for religious rights and being disabled? That's what Circleback Jack said last week before he came out with his mandates. This is what she said. And I quote, there will be limited exceptions for legally recognized reasons, such as disability or religious objections. If a federal worker fails to comply, they will go through a standard HR process, which we, which I discussed, which includes counseling and face disciplinary action, face progressive disciplinary actions. She says right there, it's limited exceptions for disability and religious objections. There's no limiting it. It's the law. That's it. It's it. That's yeah. how ridiculous well, I, it is. Even an idiot I, can read the Constitution I, and be like, no, I, wait a minute. There's, it doesn't so I, say limited religious. No.
1: Now, started, did she say the American Constitution? Because maybe she was talking about the Chinese Constitution. Yeah, because, she's talking about again, the
0: Tommy constitution. Yeah,
1: yeah. I can't find a thing that this administration has done that wouldn't put a smile on the face of the Chinese Communist Party. I mean, can can you think of one? No policy one thing they've put in place? Well, actually, I can,
0: And it happened yesterday. Thank you for joining part one of this two part episode with Dr. Payne and Broken. Follow us over to part two. And remember, every question is a great question.